Welcome one and all to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Darry Lips and of course back in the saddle after his week away. Gio is back. Hey man. I'm the Mouty. <laughs> Get oh, singing. You're gonna know the lyrics inside out and backwards. <laughs> Alright, first off, the mistake I made was making this challenge before they even initiated the rules stating that injured people and inactives can't be in it. Yeah. So the minute that was announced, I let out a big fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went like, because I saw like Triple H saying like, oh, it could change last minute and NXT could be in it. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, because we made a few calls. And then no, no, no NXT at all. Oh, but you did call Lars Sullivan coming back. You did make that call. And the boy is back. But yeah, so what did you what? make of the draft? Like, we'll go through the picks. We'll go through it. We'll do the round by yeah, round. What I did mean, you make? I like some of it because it, some of it was spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it, like, I, I'm not liking, like, they moved the whole Mysterio Rollins feud to SmackDown. <laughs> I, I just don't know what the, the reasoning for that was. But um, we will go through and as we see them, we will uh, we will tick off. Who actually got the most picks correct? Uh, but it obviously it started on Friday, round one, pick one. Wait, so it's not it's not official yet. What? Like who? <laughs> like, yeah, no, because Damo or Stratzy may have done worse than you. You may be saved. <laughs> <laughs> you may Perfect. be saved. I mean, we could end up. Damo's got to go in tier three somewhere. You know, <laughs> Stratzy's got to stream full guys in my Discord. <laughs> This could be fun. We will we will tick them off as we go. Right. So round one started on Friday. First overall pick, Drew McIntyre. Not really a surprise, I, you know, for me. Okay. That's my first gripe with this freaking thing. Is it supposed to be a draft? So why would they waste a pick? Like, I don't get why. Like, it, it's supposed to be people being called from, other, from one to the other. You don't have the Dallas Cowboys saying, oh, I want this player to stay on my team. Yeah. Like. But this was my issue with round one. It was all the champions. Yeah. Bar uh, Sami Zayn, obviously, who wasn't in the draft, right? So why was every other champion? (laughs) I wouldn't have had champions in it. Like, for myself. It's It's like, you know, it's like the Jets being like, we pick Le'Veon Bell, but wait, he's already on our team. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. not really a you're not really drafting somebody because they're already on your brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I totally agree with that because four of the five picks were champions staying on their show. You know, Raw took Drew, SmackDown took Roman, Raw took Oscar, and then the first surprise. Well, I'm not, I say it's a surprise. It's not really. Uh, Seth went to SmackDown. Um, are, was you surprised or not surprised? Or I mean, I'm guessing now when Becky comes back, that's where she's going. Mm. You know what I find funny is none of us picked Seth to move. Didn't you pick him to move? No, no. I put Keith Lee as the big uh, one. And okay, then uh, okay. Kevin Owens. Yeah, no one picked... Uh, Seth to do anything. It's funny. Because I don't think his nickname was literally the Monday Night Messiah. Why would you? 
How is that being able to And be I think swept? for me, like, it's a strange pick in a way because he's clearly going to take some time off soon. Like, she's going to have a baby. He's going to go. Do you think that's why they made the move? Like, just see him out a little bit, give Roman something? <laughs> or, I mean, he's playing such a good heel. I don't see him going for Roman. I guess. It's Yeah, it's a weird one for me. You know, I'm... Part of me's not shocked. I think it's good business for Fox, someone like Seth. Um, I think it confirmed that The Fiend was moving, I think, for me, when Seth went. Um, and then the Hurt Business got drafted as a group, all for Raw. Um, again, for me, round one, there was no surprises. Like, unless they were swapping Drew and Roman shows, that, for me, would have been the only thing. Um, there were no real surprises right? Um, in round one. Round two, though. A little bit more. AJ Styles went first off to Raw. Chalk one for the Mr. Mr. Lips. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was my first one in the bag. And Stratzy also had AJ Styles going to Raw. Uh, um, Stratzy on the board. <laughs> Stratzy's got one on the board. Do you think that was a bit obvious, though, after the Paul Heyman stuff that he did on stream? I guess. Because, I mean, he's but only just left, but... I don't see him being that angry at Paul Heyman. No. Uh, maybe they just did it to separate. And I mean, it kind of looked like a swap. Seth Rollins for AJ Styles. I'm guessing he's kind of, you know, kind of that tier. Um, well, no. I see it as they switch. We'll get to it, but I see it as they switch the whole storyline. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the whole thing went. And I mean, we'll see as that... Uh, as that comes up, um, then Sasha Banks staying on SmackDown. I was a bit surprised at that. I had her going to Raw. I had them splitting her and Becky up. But I'm guessing they really are going all in on the Becky-Sasha story. I still think she's going to win at Hell in a Cell myself. Um, but yeah, Sasha went to SmackDown. And then I, I suppose one of the first a surpri surprise for me, Naomi went to Raw in round two. Oh, I called that. You did? You got that one? Gio was then on the board. Oh, um, now I'm on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, he's on the board. Damo's getting left behind very, very quickly. <laughs> um, surprising. I didn't know she would go so high. I mean, it's good for her. I think it would be good move for her overall. What's funny is, obviously we'll get to that in a minute, is she's on Raw... Uso, one of the Uso that's not injured stayed on SmackDown. They normally keep husband and wife together. You think they're splitting up the Usos? Do you think this J push is more they're separating the Usos after all this time? They might. Because they don't normally separate husband and wife. Like, I always feel like one of the Usos is, is hurt all the time anyway. Or getting arrested for being drunk, to be fair. You know, they haven't got... Yeah, the rap sheets get looking almost like their tag team CV. Um, but it'll be interesting to see when Jimmy comes back from injury what they're going to do. Um, and then another woman, Bianca Belair, went to SmackDown. Uh, no one called that. Um, but... I mean, I could see that because they were kind of doing this whole re-debuting of her. And it makes sense that if they're going to do that, I guess, to bring her over to SmackDown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Again, but picks like that, they, they kind of spoil because you kind of know that the profits are going to move. You know, with this husband and wife thing, I don't know, it's, it's a bit strange. Um, and then sticking with the women, 
uh, Nia and Shayna were drafted as the women's tag team to stay on Raw. But my question with those being in the draft, isn't the women's tag team defended on every show? Yeah, again, like... Why are they in the draft? Deal out of trying to... Not even that. Why would you make a big deal of drafting them when they could be on your show anyway? Mm. Uh, it just feels like a, a wasted pick in a maybe, draft. Maybe when they lose, that, 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 that'll be the show they're on? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but Nia and Shayna were drafted to Raw. Um, round three came along pretty quick. Ricochet staying on Raw. Now, I can't tell. I think there was like three of us. No, two of us. Me and Stratzy had Ricochet going to SmackDown. Um, I loved how they booked him this week, though, in the match with Cedric Alexander. Oh, come on. I liked the, it. The, leave me alone. <laughs> Don't bother me. <laughs> you If I win, you got to leave me alone, guys. <laughs> come on. What was wrong with that? That has got to be the stupidest stipulation ever. <laughs> Don't bother me anymore. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, my God. So you're not liking it. You you, you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I, I thought it was, it was a good, good match. It was just a dumb stipulation. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I liked it. It's I'm... literally like, quit picking on me. <laughs> Don't pick on me anymore. Oh, my God. Hopefully, though, does that is that them separating Ricochet from that and maybe yeah. now doing something actual yeah. with Ricochet? Like, but then again, there's no legal binding contract. It's just you have to trust that her business are gonna leave them alone. <laughs> does that mean they can't eliminate him in a Royal Rumble? Like, how does this work? <laughs> Can they not touch him in a Money in the Bank match? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, how does this? How does this stipulation work? I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, I don't know. Um, Do they have weird. to eat like, in separate what? parts of catering? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that would be funny. Um, wait, is something? Oh no, we're okay. Right. Um. But anyway, Ricochet stayed on Raw. Jay Uso then got drafted by SmackDown. Again, I found that quite strange after Naomi went to Raw. It'd be interesting to see when Jimmy's back from... I didn't because their main storyline in SmackDown is Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. But with Naomi on Raw, it's just Jimmy that um, when he's back. Unless Jimmy is, is out for a long time. You know? um, yeah, who knows? Um, Mandy Rose then got drafted to stay on Raw. Um, no real surprise. They literally just traded for her. See, again, I didn't get that pick because they've literally traded her for future considerations, but then wasted a pick to keep her. Why would you do the trade? So you give it up picks. Yeah, what is this? Just so, how, how come they didn't use their future consideration? Like, Are they the free agents? Like, do they get first choice on one of these yeah, teams that Yeah, because I think, like, was this? it today? Today they announced four more picks, didn't they? and SmackDown had three of them. They announced four today. Um, yeah. And SmackDown had three of them. So I, I think the free agents are the future considerations myself. Um, but again, right. it's, it's murky. It's weird. Um, and then it was tag teams. SmackDown took the Mysterios, which I booed at. I booed at. And immediately when that happened, that's when I said, yeah, The Fiend is going to Raw. 
Yeah. Because they're not going to separate the Seth Rollins Mysterio feud. No. No, absolutely not. Um, the minute that happened, I was like, they're not going to have that feud plus the Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss feud going on. I mean, I did like the fact that they, you know, the first match that we've seen with Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. I thought that was great, by the way, on Raw last night. Big fan of that match. Um, and then Raw picked Miz and Morrison. Um, chalk up two for, for Mr. Lips. Called it. I called it. I called it. But so did Stratzy. Stratzy is, I didn't, I, Stratzy's been a bit of a sleeper here. I and didn't actually. Two right now. Yeah, it's 2-2. Two, two. Okay. I see you, Stratzy. Um, you got two and I got one on the board. Yeah, and Damo. Well, Damo's still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Damo, Damo's going to have to open his wallet, I feel. <laughs> um, right, round four come along. And now this is the talking point for me. So, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods come back on SmackDown. Pow, win the titles. Oh, yeah, let's go. Everyone's excited. Stephanie comes out, starts round four. New day. Get drafted to Raw. Now, this is why I have to talk to you. Damo had New Day going to Raw. New Day have gone to Raw, so I think that's a pick. What they did next, because they are still New Day, Kofi and Xavier Woods. So Damo has got one. Okay. But then SmackDown chose Big E. Now, do you think this is lazy booking? The way how to split them up after six this? years. How can they do that when Bro already just said we want New Day? New Day consists of all three of them. Well, SmackDown can't just be like, all right, cool, I'm taking one of the guys from you from your New Day pick. I think they did it the wrong way around. Because if they they what they should have done is have SmackDown, whether it be pick two, just have Raw pick somebody else. What is, who else they're taking around? Dana Brooke, Angel Garza. Take one of them. And then pick Big E. And then take Kofi and Xavier Woods. Yeah. Um, I think it was the wrong way around. Because they're standing in the ring. And she was like, Raw selects the new tag team champions. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, the new day. And they're all shouting, oh, say Big E, say Big E. And I'm like, what are they doing right now? And then Big E goes to SmackDown. <sighs> I just, I think it's lazy. I think it's really, really lazy um, to split them up like that. After so long. Like, they deserve a little bit better than that. In my opinion. Do you think it's going to work? I mean, I think eventually it's going to end up being like they did when they broke up the Dudley boys. Where they're eventually just going to be back together. Oh, could we get Reverend? Are you saying we're going to get Reverend, like, Xavier Woods? Come on. I'm all for that. Well, that's how the new day started. Yeah, to be fair, the it's first true. thing that's were like them dancing around in a church. Yeah, yeah, true. But mm. no, like I see it as they're gonna test the waters on this, and I don't see it. I see maybe it lasting for a bit, but I don't see it being a big thing. And then I see them eventually being like, "Well, we traded somebody off, and they're back together." Yeah. Well, I guess it that they've left that like that. It's just I hope that they're gonna put Big E straight in the main event then. Push him. If they're gonna do it, push him. Um push him. I just uh, it was a it was a weird way to split up New Day. Um, I mean for me. I'm hoping better now than he was last time he was a single star. Yeah. I mean, don't forget, 
Big E was supposed to get that Roman Reigns push. That was Vince's first choice, as it's been well documented, until they said, no, no, Roman is the future. Like, Big E was meant to be the guy that Vince was going to do it to. Maybe they'll bring that up, like, if they have a feud? Maybe. Yeah, maybe they could use it. I mean, I I've always wanted to see Big E as a heel. I like heel Big E. Like, when he was Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard and stuff. Loved it. But it was great. I need fives. Get me some hand chalk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so New Day split after six years, just like that, thanks to a draft. Um, now, obviously, we've skipped ahead. There was a couple of matches, obviously, still on SmackDown. Um, Lars Sullivan returned at the end of the Miz Morris and Jeff Hardy Matt Riddle match. It's been too long. Yeah. And now, now we've seen chats. There again, Lars Sullivan getting the Velveteen Dream treatment a little bit, like... Okay, but I, I, I made this argument all day yesterday, and people are getting really perturbed at me. They were. Being a creepo is not illegal or grounds for termination. Yeah. It just makes you a weird, creepy dude who's <laughs> asking yoga instructors for pictures of their asses. You're, you're, you're yeah. not doing anything illegal or grounds for being terminated there's been worse around heck as i said the, the one of the main storylines all you got to do is google the guy and you can see his junk yeah 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 it was um it's it, it is yes he's creepy and yes it doesn't look good and yes he's one of them guys that slide into girls dms and ask for booty pics like millions and millions of other creepy dudes. But there you go. Like millions and millions of others. It's not, it's A, it's not illegal. It just makes you a creepy dude. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But then you just get called all kinds of names. Like I've seen some serious names thrown at him and I'm like, wow. Thing is like WWE are a multi-billion dollar company. There's going to be leashes on everyone and things said and done. And do we, do we yeah. even know if this is legit? Because I've made the, I pointed this out yesterday. If, if, if you're talking to somebody, like the way that I saw it being done was he used her product and he was one of her uh, clients. Now, yeah. if you're a client of somebody, wouldn't you use their business name and not their stage name? If you look at the thing, she says, Hey, Lars Sullivan, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, True. to me, that's if I was to get The Rock to do something for me, I'm going to say, Hey, Mr. Dwayne Johnson, this is how I want it done. I'm not going to be, Hey, Mr. The Rock. Yeah, hey, Mr. Rock. Yeah, yeah, you're not like, going to be that. It makes it weird. That she used his stage name and not his real name. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. The thing is, it's, it's one of them. Like, okay, yeah, he's a creepy dude that's obviously got some issues off camera. But the fact is, Vince is obviously sold on him and we don't run the company. So <laughs> there's not much we can do other than bitch and moan. Um, he is a big dude. Okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, creepy dude. Got put in the draft pool, though, at the back end of it. So, you know, hopefully. I'm sure you were sitting there thinking, go on, draft him to Raw. Go on, draft him to Raw. <laughs> okay, and here's my stupidity. 
The man was apparently already on Raw. Oh, really? Well, I see. Didn't he just turn up and beat up everyone and then just disappear? He turned up on like that every was the show. He turned up, he beat up everybody during that weird wild card thing. So that's what got me confused. Oh, so he was already a Raw star. Wow. But apparently he was already a Raw star. So stupid me was like, oh man, they're just going to switch his brand up. If I had known that he was on Raw, I would have said, yeah, they're going to switch him over to SmackDown. You should pay attention to you, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, my stupidity on that one. Um, yeah. But then uh, round four carried on. Dana Brooks drafted to Raw. Obviously going to stick with this um, Mandy Rhodes thing. Um, and then the second tag team breakup of the evening. Uh, Otis got drafted on his own to SmackDown. Mr. Money in the Bank is staying I on SmackDown. That- they're gonna they're gonna pull the trigger on this. Yeah. Now they've dumped Tucker from him. I mean, do you think Tucker is gonna be able to salvage any kind of thing on Raw on his own? I'm sure Tucker will do something, but I think this is them pulling the trigger on Otis. Yeah. Yeah, me too. They got rid of Mandy from him. They got rid of Tucker from him. I think this is the point where he's Time is now. He's going to be on his own, and he's going to do this. They're going to have Otis cash in on Roman Reigns. You're telling me. <laughs> I think that's what I don't, I don't know. Like, that would I be mean, brave. I'll, I'll give you my theory on another storyline when we get to it. Okay. See, so when it happened, you want to hear my theory on what they're going to do with Otis? Hear this. Sure. It's going to be Rock Roman at WrestleMania, and Otis is going to cash in at the end of that. So they... They can do Rock Roman for the title, but they don't have to put the title on Rock. And then well, Otis will cash in Otis there. cashing in on the Rock would be amazing. <laughs> or just doing like a Seth Rollins and just interfering the match, just ruined that family match. Like, but, just yeah. imagine the Rock wins <laughs> and then puts over Otis at WrestleMania. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You heard it here first, people. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Yeah, wrestling would be saved if that happened, you know, for me. Um, so, yeah, Otis to SmackDown. Angel Garza was then drafted as the final bit of round four to Raw. No surprise, again, on that one, on him changing. Um, and that was pretty much it from the show. From a wrestling point of view, I always I struggle when the draft is on to pay attention to the matches. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like the matches are weird because, like, it's the people that are on it. Back in the day when they did it, it would, did they do the, the little machine and we're like, boop, 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 and they were, they were like, we got Jim Ross is going to smack them, but let's not tell him and see what his reaction will be live on Raw. And then his face appeared, and he's just like, oh, damn. Um, I think I'm smacked down now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we need to bring that back. We need Ric Flair drafting Undertaker and an Undertaker kicking <laughs> the doors off its hinges. 
<laughs> Ric Flair just trolling Undertaker. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, from a match point of view, um, only ones that really stood out for me was uh, Seamus Big E. I thought it was really good, pretty hardcore. And obviously the fiend, Kevin Owens. Um, I really like Kevin Owens. I feel like Kevin Owens fought the fiend and like sold for the fiend as a fiend match should be, you know? Like how Owens was like, just throw fists at him and try everything. And, but fiend just gets up. I feel like those two could go again. Um, I thought it was great. And then obviously the lights go out at the end. Pow, bliss is there staring at each other. Um, very, very exciting. The bit that got me is at the end of all that. So we've had all that commentary are then hyping that Roman Reigns is defending his title next week against Braun Strowman on SmackDown. Like, that's pretty huge. It's, um, my guess is that someone's going to be there to stop that. I can't see them. I just, it's a weird one for me. Um, but yeah, from a show, SmackDown was great. Um, I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do with that Reigns thing. And then Talking Smack announced uh, five more picks. Three for Raw, two for SmackDown. Uh, Raw took Humberto Carrillo, uh, Drew Gulak. Yeah, that screwed Tucker. me over because I thought Humberto was going to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had that down. That's what you did. And it wasn't. <laughs> um, they took Drew Gulak as well. I don't think anyone had that. And Tucker, obviously, I don't think anyone had that. And well, because then... with Gulak... Everybody just assumed he was raw because he's been on there the past four fucking weeks. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know he was down as SmackDown. I kind of forgot that. But I suppose the Daniel Bryan thing was the last. But yeah, um, SmackDown took Buddy Murphy just to round up, make sure the feud had all gone to SmackDown. Really annoyed at that. Like, they could have kept some of them separate. Like, at least Murphy. Um, and Callisto went to SmackDown, which none of us had. And that was announced on Talking Smack. So it was a good start. Solid start. Then we so got on to Monday last night. You guys were both at what? A two when I'm at a one? Yeah, Demo. so Demo's got one. You've got one. Basically, and... a top four of us right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Me and Stratzy in the lead. It's a tie to see if you're watching a load of mountain matches or Demo's got to spend 25 quid. Pretty much where we're at. <laughs> um, right. Then we moved on. Raw. Last night, really good Raw, by the way. I'm, I'm not going to deny. I actually thought it was really good. Right. Um, it was the, it opened with the first round picks. Fiend went first to Raw. That's another one for you because you had that. So you're yes. up to two. So actually, maybe you didn't do bad. You may have said about this. <laughs> maybe I did bad looking at this. <laughs> I'm starting to look and I'm like, wait, I was cocky. Um, no surprise, as you said, once some of the picks were done, it was pretty obvious what was happening. Um that why it was gonna was gonna go there. I think it's good for Raw. I think it'll be good for Drew. I'm guessing it's gonna build for a fiend Drew thing at some point. Oh no no. See? That's the thing. Oh, here we go. What you got? What you got? I'm calling Randy Orton winning it. And I'm calling Bray Wyatt's Ooh. revenge Randy Orton. Oh, right in the wrong of their last WrestleMania match, yeah? Right in the wrong of him destroying Sister Abigail, burning down the house. Especially it's now that he's got Bliss. circle. The minute I seen him go to Raw, 
the gear clicked in my head and I went, oh, okay. Either, either he, either Drew's keeping it and he's appearing at the end to attack Orton or Orton's winning and he's appearing to attack Orton. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. But in, it, it's, it now leads to the Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt are definitely going to have, going to cross paths because it's another person from the past. Yeah. Yeah. And Randy Orton would be a big one because that was quite a big storyline for them. Orton would be a big one, especially the way that Orton is at the minute. So... Especially now with Bliss playing Sister Abigail and everything, it's even more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Fair. So Fiend is on Raw. Orton could be winning title. If Orton wins the title, then yeah, Fiend, uh, Fiend Orton's going to be all over the winter. Fair. Good shout. Uh, Bailey was drawn second by SmackDown, sticking on SmackDown, um, which is, I don't think was really a surprise. Uh, Damo did have her go into Raw, so no, sir. Um, and then Randy Orton. So, okay, so right oh. now, Damo's in last. I'm in third, and you're, you and... So I have two, you have two, Damo has one, and Stratzy has two. So we're tied, and Damo's just sitting at the bottom here getting ready to tier three to somebody. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. And he's going to be listening to this after all the little comments last week. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where we're at. Two, 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 one. Damo is in last place. It's literally the loser that we're all worried about. Um, Randy Orton was drawn to Raw. Then pretty obvious that the Street Profits were going to go once New Day were drawn. But my problem with this, so Street Profits went, did you see... The little bit that they just put where they just swapped the tag belts. So is Adam Pierce like the official guy running WWE now? Adam Pierce is the man. Gen <laughs> General Manager Pierce to you. General Manager Pierce. He's <laughs> just running around making decisions like he's MVP. Yeah, yes. See, Adam Pierce is MVP. They just rock up one week. And that's it. Well, they just run in the show. I'm liking what they're doing with Adam Pierce, though. I'm not going to lie. This man like gives him one job to go sign a contract. Now the man thinks he can just make matches and swap titles. <laughs> but they, do you think it's a bit disrespectful to just swap them? I mean, I've seen Hurricane <laughs> Helms. He tweeted out, weren't it, about Lazy and la la la. I mean, it's Hurricane Helms. I'll be that bothered. But I kind of get what he was saying. Like, they just swapped the belts. They're like, here, you have the red ones. Hey, you have the blue ones. We'll see you later. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the last pick of round one, Charlotte Flair. Now, Damo and Stratzy had Charlotte Flair, but both of them said she was going to SmackDown. Whoa. That one, because I tell you, I thought she'd be part of the inactives because she was injured. Now, does that mean she's coming back? Because hasn't um, she just like had her... Like boob job problems fixed. It's not actually an injury. Is that's what I read? Is that she, she went has off like that and then she was doing she was filming a movie and stuff and I think they said she'd be back. Uh, like I said, I'm calling she'll be back as a as a surprise entrant in the rumble. I'm not saying she'll win it, but she'll be in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, it seems strange to draft her because like she's been off TV a while. Unless it means she's making her way back. We'll have to wait and see what happens with her. Um, and that was round one. 
Um, in B after that, we had a really, really good no disqualification match between Kevin Owens and Alistair Black. I want to give shout outs to this. I thought it was amazing. I really enjoyed it. Um, Owens took a hell of a beating and did took the beating well and then with a good win. Um, now, I read Alistair Black has said that we've only seen 20% of his new persona. Yeah. And for all the, I've been in chats where like, oh my God, they, why would Vince change, change Alistair Black's music? Why did he do that? Why did he do this? Alistair Black said that he had a big say in it. <laughs> Always makes me laugh when the internet wrestling world know everything and the, Vince has done this and Alistair Black then comes out and says, well, actually, I had a big say in it. So, just so we know. But big shout out because I thought that match was hella good. Hella good. If you haven't watched it, watch it because the power bomb well, at the end. That was like my argument yesterday. Somebody was like, Vince McMahon likes big, sweaty men. And I read through a list of people who are champions right now that aren't exactly big, sweaty men. I was like, Sammy Zayn's mm. not a big, sweaty man. Nope. Drew McIntyre's not a big, sweaty man. No, not in the mold that they keep saying. The Street Profits yeah. aren't a big, sweaty man. And they've been tag champs for a long time. New Day's not big, sweaty men. No, and they split them up to take the biggest guy out of that, but kept the belts on them, so... But that's what I'm saying, like, you can't say something of Vince McMahon pushes by muscles and sweat, because it's not true. No, it isn't true. You know, yes, there are some freaks that do get a push because you need some of them monsters in there. You know, I get the Lars Sullivan thing. I used to get the Andre the Giant thing. I used, to, I, I get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to have that big, scary dude that looks like a big hill that's going to squash your heroes, you know? Like, it has to be. Look at the David and Goliath thing. The Goliath's a big, scary dude. David's just a little underdog. Lars Sullivan with his original gimmick he had in NXT. He had this... I mean, I guess it's, it's not really the Bray Wyatt Fiend gimmick, but it was like a Jekyll Hyde, Whale and Mercy type of gimmick where, like, the dude would be like, I'm looking forward to our match tonight. Like, he was totally, like, this nice face dude. And then when the bell rings, he just became violent and aggressive and beat the hell out of people. It was like this this bipolar split personality gimmick. Yeah, yeah. And it worked for him. And maybe that's why they're kind of like, you know, all that real life stuff is going to be one side of him. And, and then, like, this thing could be another. after the bell rang again for the match, he would, like, check on the dude and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I hurt you. <laughs> yeah, I love gimmicks like that. Crazy guys. Who was the other guy? Do you remember the... the uh, well, I was, was saying... The, I can't remember Will the old Mercy guy. did that in the 90s. That's it. Waylon Mercy. Ah. He was a nice southern gentleman, and then the bell rang, and he beat the crap out of guys. Oh, but he was terrible as well. <laughs> he wasn't terrible. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> he was, he was pretty good. He would have had a decent career if Kevin Nash didn't hurt his back with a damn powerbomb. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. I thought the character was funny. I thought the wrestler was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. Well, it was all based off of Cape Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cape Fear, great movie as well. But yeah, Waylon Murphy. Them, them, the Vigenettes are the ones that I loved, man. He's they like SWAT just... bugs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great. <laughs> uh, right, going into round two. So the scores are still... I have two. Gio has two. 
Damo has one and Stratzy has two. Now this one, oh. this one picked up some points because Braun Strowman was drawn first to Raw, which was no surprise, and one that Stratzy called and that Damo called. So they oh. caught up. So that actually puts Stratzy in the lead. And Damo oh my is, gosh. Stratzy is winning with us three now tied on two. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? Stratzy just out of nowhere. Uh, but yeah, Braun Strowman to Raw, not a surprise. He's been on Raw for the last three weeks. I'm not really shocked. Yeah, well, I have a bone to pick with all three of you. You're all pot shots last week and blaming each other. <laughs> one, says, well, I, yeah. one says Gary said it, one says Stratzy said it, the other one says that. They the bullied me. I was, I, was, did it. I was ganged up on. <laughs> um, what I don't get, so Braun Strowman went to Raw, but on SmackDown, they had announced that he was fighting Roman Reigns for the title on SmackDown next week. Why are we having that match? Is that already just putting this draft I mean, into... That doesn't have stupidity. his goodbye from SmackDown, kind of like they did Rollins' goodbye on Raw. Maybe. Because Maybe. I know they Take his do title. like Final New Day match together too. Ah, okay. Maybe then. Maybe. Um, SmackDown then drafted... Now, this was an interesting one. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, are they going to do something with him? I don't know. Is he back? Like, he's been off for a while. Is there a way of keeping him there? Because he's right on the team. Yeah. Um, didn't even think of him as an active wrestler myself. I didn't even have him down as an active wrestler. Um, but I'm pleased. It'll be good to see him back because I was super excited. See, I had him listed at one point on like my thing, and then I took him off. I had him listed on Raw, though. Ah, okay. You was taking him there. I, I didn't have him listed like, anywhere. I, him um, I crossed Braun out to put someone else on, but luckily later in the in the show, my pick come off because I was mad. I was like, oh my god, if I've crossed out Braun and I haven't got it. Um, but then uh, a surprising one, but not really. I suppose with Seth Rollins after saying everything, Matt Riddle went to Raw. Um. Uh, Again, I see that as they're going to use him at Raw. They're going to use him for Raw Underground. Yeah, and it, I, I worry about Matt Riddle's career. Yeah. He hasn't really set anything alight. There hasn't been that one amazing match you've gone, oh, wow, wow, Riddle's here. You know what I mean? Like, he's just kind of, this is a big chance for him to do something else for me. Um. Yeah, I'm worried that Matt Riddle isn't gonna isn't gonna achieve much. I as again, I see him as some dude that's gonna be on Raw Underground. Yeah, I mean, if they've got Braun Strowman, they've got Matt Riddle. I'm assuming Raw Underground and some of the later picks that we'll get to. I'm assuming Raw Underground's gonna be decent. Um, then with the fourth pick, which a lot of us had except you, Kevin Owens to SmackDown, which is a tick for me. It's a tick for Damo. So oh, me no. and Damo. Yeah, so Damo's now on three. Oh. Stratzy's oh. on three. I'm on three. And you are on two. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Kevin Owens to SmackDown. Not a big surprise for me. Not a big surprise at all. What I, um, what I, what I meant by Bo Dallas was Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> I believe you. It, Looks like Bo was really old. <laughs> Good pick for SmackDown. <laughs> I think, you know, I'm hoping it's a decent push. He can be top tier, mid tier. Kevin Owens is a good worker. I'm hoping that they finally give him like a proper push. 
Um, and then to round out round two, Jeff Hardy dra traded, uh, drafted to Raw. None of us had that. Yes, we did. Damo had that. Damo <laughs> is now awesome leading. That's also awesome what I meant by Pete Dunn. Damo is now in the lead with four <laughs> oh after Jeff God. Hardy. <laughs> He's gone from last <laughs> no! to first. <laughs> this is not looking good for me. No, this is this what is this is gone wrong. When I met my Velveteen dream was Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Gio wants to backtrack. Wants to backtrack <laughs> fast. Um, that was a, I, for me. That was a really good round of. I pleaded Richard not to put the episode up originally. I was like, wait a second. The stakes have gotten higher. I need to switch this up. <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a really good round for the mid cards of both shows. Like Strowman and Brian, Riddle, Owens, Hardy. Definitely, you know you know what they're all about. You know what level they're going to go in. I think that's the better shows for them, uh, personally. Um, myself. I, I quite like that round. They all made sense. Looking um, at my list, me. I've got a lot being ticked off coming up, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, towards the end, things were good. Um, then there was some bits and pieces. Lars, Lars Sullivan interrupted Miz and Morrison and absolutely destroyed Morrison, to be fair. Um, they called that move that he hit him at the end called the lazy freak. The freak accident, which was just like a lazy power slam in my... That's what I wrote down. Lazy power <laughs> slam. They were calling it. Oh no, they were calling the freak accident. They were calling that other thing he did before. It was like that weird choke slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, don't know. Just looked like a power slam to me. But and then that weird title exchange. I don't even want to. I don't want to go into it because it upset me. Um, and then we were back to the draft. There was no wrestling in between picks. There was just some stuff with Natty and everyone and the Lars Sullivan. Back to the draft picks. Now this is the one. Retribution. Got drafted to Raw. Now, if there is a group that have come to say they are bringing down the system and they are turning off all the lights and messing with the sound and going to mess up your superstars, why would you draft them? Number one and number two, here's a way to stop that. Have only pick up two of the guys or one of the guys. Hey, I'll take my stuff I'll leave, but not the rest of Retribution. Doom, no. you just took their leader away and you've You've crippled them already. Be smart. Yeah, I was pissed. This one upset me. This one, this one peed me off because it did, that didn't make sense. They shouldn't have been in the draft, like at all. Just have them as that renegade group that they're trying to be. They just rock up wherever they want. Um, it didn't make sense to me. So unless it's the you know, keep an eye on the the devil inside or whatever, it just didn't make sense. I thought it was a stupid pick. I'd want them. I'd want them to go to SmackDown and just fuck up their show, so my show's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they only took Mustafa Ali, T-Bar, Mace, Slapjack, and Reckoning. So Mercedes Martinez is out. Yeah, apparently she's like going back to NXT. Okay, okay. And they're gonna rock with that five. Slapjack still makes me laugh. Reckoning, I don't. I don't hate the name Reckoning. Um. But then I knew that my Keith Lee pick to SmackDown, my dream was over because of her being on Raw. But anyway, SmackDown then picked Lars Sullivan. You had them going to Raw. You at least called him coming back. I can give you props for that. You got the wrong show. But you did call him coming back. But he was, I thought he was already on Raw and I thought he was going to... Or, 
yeah, I thought he was on SmackDown and he was going to Raw. It's all right. You've got, there's some stuff coming up where, where you, you, you can catch him. You can catch him. Um, Keith Lee was then drafted to Raw. I had him going to SmackDown. Um, yeah, you had him going to SmackDown. Um, wait, yeah, uh, uh, Stratzy had him going to SmackDown. Everyone had him going to SmackDown. But he stays on Raw. I'm a little bit surprised, but maybe not. Like, he's, he's a good star. Um, we'll have to see what happens for him there. Um, King Corbin was then drafted, staying on SmackDown. You had him going that to Raw. Off. Yeah. I, I, the thing is with Corbin, he's just one of them guys, isn't it? I mean, Stratzy had him going on to Raw as well. Um, so, yeah. Not so good. I, I, it kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense. And then, of course, to follow on with The Fiend, Raw took Alexa Bliss. And, um, yeah. I still... I, I wasn't still, even yeah. thinking about Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I didn't even think of her. I'm still rattled by why you would draft Retribution. Like, and I've spoken quite highly of it. I, it rattled me. It absolutely rattled me. Um, then we had a really good uh, triple threat match. Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. I really enjoyed it. Thought it was a great match. And then pow, out of nowhere, Elias. Yes. Elias just crushed Jeff Hardy with a guitar. Oh, I don't know. The just, man boom. needs to be a heel, and I'm happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's better as a heel who thinks he can play a guitar than a face that just plays a guitar and insults the heels. Yes. That is the Elias we want. Um, yeah. I'm guessing he's upset that Jeff hit him with a car. Um, easy but he story. did it! Wasn't it Sheamus hit him with a car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Elias come back, thought it was him, smashed him with a guitar, and a pick for Geo, because you called Elias to Raw. Yes! Um, I bet you cheered at that one, didn't you, a little bit? <laughs> oh, that saves me. That kind of saves me. <laughs> right, we'll finish these ones, and then we will see, because then Sami Zayn got drafted to SmackDown. Which was uh, Stratzy had Sami Zayn going to Raw, swapping the titles. So that is literally all of Stratzy's picks. Stratzy's got no more to pick. So, so Stratzy, he finished on three. Three out of ten. Okay. And he's got no three more to ten. pick. Yeah. He all got right. Three out of ten. Stratzy's now out. Um, okay. Lacey Evans then went to Raw. One for me. Called it. Told you. Have it. I was so I I whopped at that one because I was like that one was like a tight call. Um, pleased for Lacey, she actually has broken Natalia's tooth as well, didn't she? In the match, I think I read today. Yeah, saying she actually knocked one of her teeth out. <laughs> and Natalia broke up with Lana. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, just Natalia. I'm I'm kind of glad for that though because oh yeah, she's like this stupid gimmick. Yeah, I don't know. Like, have they ever known what to do with Natalia? Like ever. I mean, people say about Big Show, Natalia's got to be up there with turns and things now, you know? She's got to be in that conversation. <laughs> uh, but Lacey to Raw. Um, then the tag team, Shinsuke and Cesaro staying on SmackDown. Didn't really see that as needed pick, but they were in the draft, so I had to go. And then one that picks up points for me and you, Sheamus to Raw. Yes! Get in. Get in. I'm now, telling you, Seamus yeah. and Drew are going to have a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Seamus was also one for Demo. So I can actually say Stratzy has lost. Oh, <laughs> no! Stratzy has lost. 
His picks are done. Um, so he'll be streaming. He will be streaming full guys in my Discord for everyone to see. I love it. <laughs> All right. We can end this now. No Mountie for me. No Mountie for you. Stratzy is the loser. You're lucky, though. Oh. You're lucky. But I'm interested to see who got the most because at the minute, at the end of that round, I have one, two, three, four, five. You have one, two, three, four. And Damo has one, two, three, four, five. Ooh. Oh, I can see. Damo's only got one pick left. Yeah. He, he, Wait a minute. Wasn't it Wasn't it me versus Damo and you versus Stratzy? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you guys oh, are tied no, at four. For me, for right, me you Damo both got... still competing here. Yeah, you've both got one pick left, too. So you will, you will not have to simp to Tamina, sir. No, I survived the Tamina abuse. However, I may still have to... I may still have to be a Mountie, a Mountie guy. Either that or Damo's making a big tier three. Yeah. Um, then there was a bit of a weird bit. So before the next round, they had Andrade versus Gaza. And like Zelina was there sort of like looking confused. I don't know. Um, she was meant to be moving on. I don't know. Just seemed to hurt Zelina. But it was pretty much set up because The Fiend and Alexa turned up on Raw at the end of the match and took out Andrade and Zelina. I just didn't get why they've split Zelina and Andrade up. I didn't really get it. But once The Fiend appeared, I'm guessing that was why. Um, I have to say, I think Alexa hits the sister Abigail better than he does. No, I guess he's not injured. No, I guess not. No, he looks like he's been okay. So. Because he took that nasty leg injury. I thought he was gone for a while. Yeah, yeah. But uh, clearly not. Gaza's back and picked up a big win. And I think big things for... We'll do a bit of an injury report after we're done with this draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's some injuries that came out this week. Yeah, there were. There were. Um, then the draft continued. This one, none of us had picks. This is not you and Damos. Nikki Cross headed to Raw. Um, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode off to SmackDown. Our truth to Raw. Weird when he's the 24-7 champ, he can go where he likes. Um, Apollo Crews was off to SmackDown. Good uh, good time to move him, I think, in that mid-card. It's a smaller men's roster. He'll get a chance to do some stuff. Um, and then clearly just a Raw underground pick of Double Kato was drafted to Raw. Um, Is that really great? Is there really a raw pick? Because raw underground is supposed to be something that's not staged. Well, I guess so. I'm, I mean, my guess is I'm, he's on the roster now, so maybe we'll see him in some like actual matches, um, which would be cool. Um, then we had a decent tag team championship match, New Day versus Rude and Ziggler. Weird thing to do after we saw Rude and Ziggler go to SmackDown. Kind of knew what was going to happen, but it's good to see Kofi and, and Xavier Woods back. Um, no lie. Um, then there was the amazing ricochet bit. <laughs> the leave me alone. Don't bother me. <laughs> and then we had um, the final round of the draft. Titus O'Neil, who I completely forgot about. I'm not going to lie. He's on Raw. Carmella is to SmackDown. So How the hell can Bo Dallas not be dressed because he's an active? But Titus O'Neil can? No idea. I didn't even know Titus but was still wrestling. On a TV. Yeah, no idea. No idea. I didn't know Titus was still wrestling, to be honest with you. I thought he was just like doing the charity thing. 
Very strange. Um, then a couple of women's picks. Carmella went to SmackDown. Peyton Royce on to Raw. I'd be well, interested to see what they come up with for Peyton Royce. I, yeah. I, I, honestly, I figured Carmella would be there because they wasted too much time on a vignette of her coming to SmackDown to move her to Raw. Yeah. I think Carmella's great in that role. They've been after that kind of person. They tried it with Emma. They tried it with Lana. I think Carmella is the perfect shout for that. She's got the right attitude to pull it off, you know? And she's hot. Like, uh, Carmella is just bae. I love Carmella. If she's listening, you can ditch Corey Graves. I'm right here. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Alistair Black then went to SmackDown. Um, again, I think that's a really good move for him. Um, because, like, it's a smaller men's roster there. He'll get a lot more time to do some stuff. A lot more feud opportunities. That just gives me a chance to see Alistair Black versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like, sign me up. Sign me up for that one. Um, and then Tazawa to Raw. So that was R-Truth, Gulak, and Tazawa moving the 24-7 title to Raw, even though you can defend it anywhere. Um, <laughs> and then the Women's Battle Royal. <sighs> can we just skip to the end where Lana just... <laughs> Got put through a table, Lana, basically, before the match. So um, is this for Miro and her running their mounts? Yeah. And then Natty was, like, cleaning house. Natty was all smiles. The bell doesn't ring. Commentary think it's Natalia's. Bab, in comes Lana, shoves Natty off. Lana is fighting Oscar for the women's title. <laughs> I can't. Dude, oh, I just can't. Like. I would rather Tamina. <laughs> Just... <laughs> but bro. Um, and that was the end of the show. Now, the reason that I'm saying that you've got one pick left because there have been four announcements today. And this is what could have saved. This is what my this passion saved is me. what has saved you and given me the clear victory. So Zelina Vega went to SmackDown. Tamina Snooker went to SmackDown. Eric from the Viking Raiders is on Raw. And Billy Kay went yes! to SmackDown, which was your pick to give you a one-up lead over Damo. So Damo oh, finished on five. No, just tie it. No, you tied. Oh, no! You tied. Five each. No! Yeah, you tied. So there's no oh, winner. No. <laughs> so... We're yeah. Both here. I finished on six. And we're both going to have to do something. Yeah, we're going to have to. Uh, I finished on six. You two finished on five. Stretchy finished on three. So, yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what Wait, they do. Wait, Justin, Bo Dallas is going <laughs> SmackDown. Like, you have to understand. Also, Shorty G went to SmackDown and Dorado and Metalik were drafted to Raw. Um, but they're the only extra. Now, in the undrafted pool, Bo Dallas is in there. They weren't listed in the draft pools. He is in there, as is Samoa Joe, which is both on your lists. So I would keep an eye if that comes out. The only other ones that are still undrafted that were in the pools, Mickey James and Andrade. I'm surprised that Andrade hasn't had anything said. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to Raw because of Charlotte Flair. And I'm guessing that's what I guessed. Um, it's funny. So it leaves all these people saying about how big the roster are, right? I looked here. There's eight women on Raw and 24 men. 
Yeah, I was talking about that before. There's 24 men, and there's like 15 on SmackDown. 15. So that's like 39 solo stars. Now there's like four tag teams, seven tag teams in total, and a couple of factions. I get that. But it's interesting. What I worry about is the Riot Squad are on SmackDown all by themselves, you know? Um, but hopefully, maybe out of the eight women on there, maybe something's going to come out tag team wise. Um, but yeah, interesting. When you see the rosters written out, you're like, are they actually hoarding talent? Where is all this talent that people keep saying they hoard? Like, what I'm interested about is I think the mid card that they've got on SmackDown is exciting. You know, like the Kevin Owens, Apollo Crews, Biggie, Corbin. Like SmackDown switched up mid card and top card. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I it is. I think it's smart because it's a way for SmackDown to build stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. SmackDown can build that up. Look into that. Yeah, um, you got your guy with Roman, and then you got all these dudes that you can now build around it. Yeah, yeah. I think SmackDown's card, SmackDown's roster, I think is the winner out of this draft. Um, yeah, for me. Right, let's go through the injuries, bro. Because, like, there have been a couple. Yeah. Who you got? Oh, the big English guy that just that just showed up on NXT is uh, yeah. already out. Ridge Holland is... Uh, Ridge Holland? Yeah, he's messed bad up. Bad injury. Yeah, yeah, he's out for a while as well, isn't he? Like, he's out for a long time. Yeah, long he tore his patella, his kneecap. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was, it, it was a bad... He, it was a bad catch. He like uh, only such a shame as well. Dive, right? And he went to catch only walking off the dive, and his leg just oh yeah, it's bad. Um, and it's a shame because it looked like he was like he looked like he was really up for you know what his push that was coming. And then O'Reilly and <laughs> Bauer. Bash each other's faces in. Yeah, they did. So uh, Finn's done something to his jaw, jaw, or is it O'Reilly's jaw is fucked? And like someone's missing six teeth or something? O'Reilly's missing six teeth. Bauer dislocated his jaw. Wow, there you go. Jeez. Yikes. (laughs) And obviously speaking of wrestling, that teeth are missing for Natalia after last night too. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, savage. The uh, other Viking Raider just got surgery on his injured arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Guys the other are one getting getting hurt all out. over the place. You know, they're getting hurt. And I know um, more of, he went in there to get stuff fixed from a very serious motorcycle accident he had years ago where he almost died. Wow. Like he he almost he almost died. It was a really really. There's like a documentary on him. It was a really 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 bad motorcycle wreck that he pretty much could have either ended his wrestling or died. And like it's just lingering stuff from that that he was like, right, my partner's out hurt. I might as well get it touched up. Yeah 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 yeah. Which makes sense. I kind of get that. Um, yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. Um, and good luck to all these injured injured guys. And speaking of like incidents, 
Uh, Eric Bishop revealed, uh, I think it was yesterday, that he's shot material for two episodes of yes! Dark Side of the Ring. Um, the one about Brian Pillman, which we're clear is now going to be one, and for the the New Japan WCW Collision in Korea show from 95. Which I'm also excited for because that show doesn't get enough credit for what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. And I'm no, glad that it's no. going to be on Dark Side of the Ring because people maybe will go back and look and go, damn. It was in the middle of big tensions. And it was the first show in Korea for, like, ever. And they sold out, like, the largest dome. Like, you talk about in, like, records. They hold the record of, like, the international record with that. Yeah. It's, and I can't, what shocked me is when they said it was 95. I'm like, damn. So I'm, like, oh, damn I'm old. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I really are. I was like. I mean, I'm 15 when they did that. And I was like, bang into it at that point. I was, yeah, big fan. Um, well into my WCW stuff. But yeah, I'm glad that it will go because then people will see, you know, that was like a big deal at that time. You know, it was a big fucking deal. Um, they also said there'll be an episode about Grizzly Smith and his children, uh, Jake Roberts, Rockin' Robin, and Sam Houston. Rough episode to watch. Yeah, yeah. I love Dark Side of the Ring. Like, if you haven't watched any of them yet, check them out. Like, they're really, really insightful. Like, the stuff that I learned about Dino Bravo and stuff, like, didn't know, you know, the troubles of Animal and Hawk. I thought those episodes were great, and they're probably ones that get slid under. Um, that's pretty much it. What a week. I um, enjoyed up enough one because we had both Jim Cornette and Vince Russo cursing each other out. Yeah, yeah, all through the show. Like, everyone. So, like, the, the screw job in Montreal. Uh, Cornette's going like Vince Russo doesn't know what he's talking about, and Vince Russo going, I they didn't say that Jim Cornette didn't say nothing like that in front of me, and then the next one, like just relentless, like the hatred of those two. Like Jim Cornette's like, That fucker, Vince Russo was his idea for the ball, the pro for all, and he's like, Listen, JBL was a big mouth and wanted him to shut the fuck up. Cornette agreed with it, I didn't agree with it, and I'm like, Oh god, yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, crazy. Yeah, uh, the, the other bit that I wanted to put forward a a, a, the, a thing for idiot of the week. Okay, Chris Jericho. Okay, <laughs> for his best three <laughs> matches. <laughs> now, don't be a dick. Wait, <laughs> they ain't your best three matches, and you know it. <laughs> matches and not him giving half the half of Florida the coronavirus. <laughs> So he put his matches as his title match with Moxley, which was average. The match with Kenny Omega, maybe I could get on board with. And um, the CM, what was the Shawn Michaels from 2009. That's what Jericho put as his best three matches. Like, they're just, that's just trolling. In my view, that's just trolling. They are not his best three matches. By far. Like, I mean, the by latter far. match with Michaels is great. Yeah, that one I could handle, but the Moxley match wasn't that great. Like, let's call it as we say. It wasn't great. I, like, for his best three, like, I've seen him in that two out of three falls with Angle and Benoit. Some of the stuff he did with uh, with Punk was great. I don't know. Like, there are a lot of matches. B, 
beating Rock and Austin last in the same night. Like his, his last man standing with Ben with uh, Triple H. Yeah. His submission match with Benoit. They've had, they've yeah. been a lot better matches. So I want to put him forward as an idiot for just trolling and being stupid. <laughs> you know, just for being simple. Don't okay, get it. absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. Right. I'm with that. Yeah, cool. Right. There we go. So that's the new rosters done. That's the that's the review done. We'll be back next week. Uh, Gio, are you going to be here or are you busy on holiday? <laughs> no, I'll be here. I got watching some Mountie and I have to hit up my buddy Damo for his, uh, his nice well, What I think, what I think is as I was like clear winner, I should make you both do your forfeits. <laughs> I said, I'm, I, I'll, I'll, I'll watch my mountains and he's got to hit that tier three. He's got to hit the tier three. That's it. You heard it here first. As there was a clear winner, nothing tied. I have to watch my mountains. He's going to watch the mountain. And next week, I want to know your favorite mountain match. Well, <laughs> I'm going to review one match a week. <laughs> review one match a week of mountain. Yes, yes. This is the dream. This is the dream for me. <laughs> Beautiful. And on that note, I'll let you get on with your Mountie watching. <laughs> I'll see you next week, my man. Yeah, man. <laughs>